Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. If one of your goals this year is to get a little more visibility, a little more publicity, you are going to love the guest we have today. Uh, Debbie Dashner is joining us to talk about exactly that. Debbie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Michelle. It is so great to hang out with you. Yes, I am excited for this conversation. And first off, happy birthday both to you and to your radio show, which is celebrating its 12th year. Yay. Ta-da. I know. It's incredible. I didn't ever think Michelle when I started this. So I don't know if you know, but I actually started my radio show because I was doing cartoon voiceovers. And I had I to admit, it's crazy. It's like, what a oh, leap. Yeah. I was going yeah. out all the time from my agent and I was doing audition, one audition after mm-hmm. another. My love was cartoons, right? I think okay. the is actually a cartoon. But on the outside, my agent was sending me in all these very dry commercials and narratives, which for mm-hmm. me, like, if it's not fun, it doesn't work in my life. And so I saw this ad for radio 12 years ago for a position uh-huh. for a show. And I thought, oh, that'll help get my voice out there. And the universe laughed because the universe was like, oh, darling, we've just been trying to get you here. There's a whole <laughs> life and career you don't know about yet. Yeah. That's how I made the leap. Started in radio, now radio podcast, and 12 years later, here I am. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea that's where it started from. What an interesting jump to make. It is an interesting jump, and I don't think it's actually a natural brain synapse to go from voiceover work to radio, but um, I I do think it was meant to be. I do think the universe is probably looking for some way to get me into a very creative place outside of because I've been an actress and a singer most of my life and it it was a wonderful career for a really long time and I think it just got to me like Mm. it got to a point where you know as any actor right you work 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 you make money 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 and then it's like a desert and then you Mm. work 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 and I think that up down up down it just wore on me over the decades I, I have been doing it since I was very very little and I, I just wanted something more consistent, which is hilarious because I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't, I don't know why I thought that was more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are, those are similar in terms of the tendency to be roller coaster. <laughs> but let's see, that, that actually brings us to a great spot for your, your official bio here. For those who haven't met you yet, in addition to actress, 
cartoon voiceover and all of those things. What you do now is you're a media visibility expert. You help professionals by guiding them into how to write their book, how to get their book to bestseller status, uh, and how to get into media interviews, which I know is one thing we're going to talk about. Um, you help people who are really stuck to take whatever they've got, get out there, get visible with it, and then turn that visibility, very, very importantly, into customers or clients so they really become the go-to authority in their field. And I know there are so many people that that is where they get stuck, is how do I get in front of more people and, and how do I actually turn that visibility into clients? Um, so I know that's, that's what we're going to talk about here is that visibility piece of things and what you do. So what took you from cartoonist to radio show that you've hosted for 12 years now. For those who are listening, it's called Dare to Dream. Make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, we'll put a link near wherever you're watching this audio or video to where you can find Debbie's show. But what took you from that into looking at how to help other people with their visibility and with getting out there bigger? Yeah, my career was created for me. I swear, I don't know that I had that much to do with it. Okay because I'm a metaphysician, right? Uh -huh. So in my world, my people are all about intention, and you know, you decide, you visualize, and it was like, it was none of that. Because truthfully, I was just following energy, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I felt like, so I'm doing this show, I'm living a dream by doing the show, because I learned how to create dreams, and I was so on fire. I wanted mm -hmm. to teach other people, this is the recipe. If you have some kind of goal and it's so much bigger and juicier than you and you don't know how to get there, follow me. So that's where my show came in. And then I got to a place where, you know, I think like all of us, like our, how we're being out in the world is this big and then we hit up against a jar and a lid. And then we've been this successful going into that space and then it's like, okay, now it's not comfortable because now I have to break the edges and the lid and I have to pour out and become even bigger and bolder. And so I got to that point and I was like, books, that's what I'm gonna do. I have to start telling people all of this inspiration through books, so maybe I can help them there to create dreams. And that okay. just started me on fire in a whole nother direction, and I wrote three books and they became international bestsellers. And interestingly enough, because I wasn't seeking it out at all, people started seeing me being very visible. Oh, there she is on the radio doing X, Y, Z. Oh, she's got these books and they became bestsellers. And people like yourself started coming to me and saying, oh, you're an expert. Can I interview you? And right. I thought, well, that's quite interesting, sure. <laughs> and to be honest, Michelle, I sucked, you know? I mean, being on our end of things as a host mm -hmm. is very different than being interviewed. It is. There is a huge difference. I'm like this side, I'm comfortable. I'm not comfortable on the other side. <laughs> it is a big personality thing. And I, yeah, I relate to that very much. And I noticed, well, I was bad. I just was bad. Hard to believe. <laughs> really was. I could give you, uh, you know, a handful of things, but I'll tell you one of the things that was completely off was that I was often trying to figure out what would an audience want from me, and not in a good way because it made me disingenuous. Huh. 
right? It made me try to be inspirational, try to show up wise. And it was like, it just felt really off listening back. I could tell. Uh, so then I went on this huge research. So what makes a good guest? What are the components? What is a goddamn sound bite? You know, all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. And so I really was on a journey to figure out how can I do this other thing? Because I'm really being asked quite a bit to be interviewed. So all of that, it, and it's just an amalgam and a beautiful soup that was created unbeknownst to me because I was so deeply in each piece yeah. of it. But looking back today from a distance to 12, 10 years ago, I can see it, it was perfect to have started the show, start writing books, become a bestseller, be asked to be interviewed, suck like ass, and then suddenly say, what's it going to take for me to figure this out? And once I did and started switching things around, people were coming to me through masterminds and entrepreneurship and saying, I'd really love to learn what you're doing. I see it, yeah. but I don't know how to do it. And thus my business was born. And it's been going strong since, clearly has changed, yeah. business always changes, uh, to groups and masterminds and live events and all sorts of yummy things. But mostly, I do everything still out in the world that I teach, and I'm super blessed. I feel really blessed to have the people I do that I get to work with. I think they're amazing. Well, you know, one thing about what you shared that really got my attention is so many times people think they have to be like naturally gifted at something to teach it. And really the people who go through the journey you did where you had to research it and figure it out because it, it didn't necessarily come naturally. Those are the people that I want to learn from because you understand the process and you can teach it to me because it's not just like, oh, I have this magic and it works. It's more, you know what? I dove into it. I figured out here's a system. If you follow these steps, I can show you how to do it too. To me, that's a positive thing to know um, that there's a process that works with it. Yeah. And there, the thank you so much. It's very true. And I appreciate that point of view. Something you said earlier, which I do resonate with when you said, I feel so safe on this side of things, being curious and yeah. shining a light on someone. And I strongly identify with that. Yeah. For me to step into a different spotlight was yeah. also a learning journey. The mm -hmm. system, the recipe, and the inner healing work because visibility uh, is my core wound. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, and there are people listening who are wondering, what, what did that show up for? Um, for you? Like, how did that show up? And how did you work through that? Because that's a big one. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they have issues around. Yeah. So for me, visibility was about, I knew I wanted to be in front of cameras. Okay. I knew I wanted to be on stage and have a voice and be seen to a certain extent to be seen and unfortunately, everything between my ears said otherwise. And what was between my ears was so powerful that it, it diminished my light. It diminished my voice, my potency, and I really just stopped living out loud. It was 
too much really for me to overcome myself because I believed everything I told me. And I projected everything I said to myself out there, meaning I was so sure everybody else thought it about me, when in fact, I'm sure they were just thinking about themselves and not about me at all. So... (laughs) Yeah, we, we all make that mistake, though. We think the rest of the world sees us the way we see ourselves, and they don't. Yeah, yeah they don't. And, you know, and if we took the, a time, a moment to check, and I've been doing, I do a lot of that today. I, I, that voice has very much healed. But occasionally when something comes up between me and somebody, for whatever reason, or I think something went wonky, mm-hmm. I take the time, even if it's three weeks, sometimes it's still three weeks till I get up the guts. And then I'll go, listen, I love you, and this happened. And I really, like, I just need to check in. And it is so relieving to find out, like, it's usually completely different on someone else's uh, experience. Or if it's not, at least, you know, for me, in my life, it gets resolved like that with people, and we just get closer. So for me, this was not getting resolved. And... Um, it was super painful. And what was strange about my journey, Michelle, is that when I was younger, right, and I grew up in a really interesting circumstance, so I'm very clear that's where it came from. Super sensitive kid, super sensitive. And Mm -hmm. could feel everything and everyone, and I was in a pretty, um, I did not grow up in a very joy-filled house, right? It was a lot of negativity. Parents split before I was born. My dad was completely not in my life, Holocaust survivor, and my mom just not a happy camper. So I felt really lonely, and I felt um, like there was not oxygen for me in the room. And certainly people were so self-involved with their own pain. There was, um, and outside, I had great grandparents, by the way, thank God, great grandparents. Outside of them, there was no place, no um, soft, safe place for me, no no place where I could talk about myself or be me, basically. So I was quite shut down and quite imploding all the time. And so that was the journey. And the interesting piece I'm coming to here is that while I was going through that, which was very dark and painful and awkward, it was my greatest time on stage as an actress and singer. My Mm. most comfortable, my most give me the spotlight free and when I realized something was awry and could be changed and healed, and I started on that journey, as the healing took place, the awkwardness got huge. Oh, so I'm okay. sure somebody out there who's one of your listeners like can speak to that. I don't know why, but for sure, then this had to be addressed. And I did an amalgam of things to handle it, and I just, again, oh. followed energy, right thing. I would go on this kind of healing course, that kind of healing course, and, and bit by bit things happened. And then I got to a place where it's like, I'm just enough, right? I still do healing work, but it's not like about that specifically because it's like, I just knew all of us have stuff, right? And that will always, that core wound, which I don't really feel is a wound that can it's not part of my life anymore, but I identified that it created who I am. Right. And what it does is it makes me very soft and compassionate to people who want to be visible. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to see people and their brilliance and also their wounds too and know how to work with them. 
So I feel like it's become this great gift and that I had to go through what I did, sort of a heroine's journey in order to get here and be able to make this offering out to the world. I am sure there are people that find the experience of working with you because of that journey to be totally different from what they might expect. Because I think sometimes when we think about like media consultants or visibility experts, we don't think about the person who can actually support us through that emotional part of it. Because it is scary to get out there and get visible. And you're torn when you both are afraid of it, but you also know you want it because it's how you're going to get to the other goals to getting your message out there or making the difference that you want to make, getting your business out there. The publicity piece of it's required if you want to succeed with that. I have a question for you. When you uh -oh. say that, yeah, no, it's a good question. <laughs> I'm thinking about what you're, what you're talking about right now. And when I've seen you, because we've spent time together at the New Media Summits, you are so adorable. You're just beautiful. And you always have this crown on, which like, oh, I love. <laughs> and so for me, there's something beautiful and bold about that. They're, of course, queenly, right? So why do you wear that uh, tiara, if you will? Because to me, you're owning it. And I'd love to know how that correlates to visibility for you. Sure. So, you know, I think it does have a lot to do with what we're talking about, the idea of figuring out how you choose to show up. You know, because I think all of us have those pieces and those parts and those voices in our head that are like, no, 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 you need to stay out of the spotlight. No, you're not ready for this. And making that decision that you are here, you choose to show up a certain way, you choose to go be visible is I think part of the journey for a lot of us, making that decision and just being brave enough to go with it, regardless of what the voices in your head say. Um, you know, and that's, that's definitely been something that I've experienced. Um, and, you know, I can, I can totally relate to what you shared about having that challenge or wound around being visible and having to figure out, you know, how do I heal myself from this in a way that I can go be visible um, and, and feel safe at the same time? Because it's not easy um, to step into that when, you know, life or circumstances or other things have taught you that it's safer not to be visible, that it's safer not to get out there and take the risks. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's a way harder life because there's so much inside those of us who have a voice that's worth hearing and we're not expressing it. I mean, there's so much potency there, you know? And, and so my question is, is as a, just a different point of view, instead of, for those listening, it's the safeness, the security of not being visible. What if, in fact, you have one of the most potent voices in all of the universe, and for you to express it allows you to step into your full power and allows the world to finally take notice of you and learn from your voice and wisdom? That's a great question to ask because you're right. Sometimes we're asking the totally wrong question when it comes to that piece of things. So I can imagine that's a conversation you have a lot with clients when you look at, at supporting people through things like writing their books, through getting media appearances. Where do you start with people when you're, when you're helping them to step up and say, this is the voice that I want to get out there? Um, what's a good starting place for people with it? 
There's one starting place for me and all my clients, and that is what is your dream? Mm-hmm. So without knowing what somebody desires the most, right, that's, that's got to be the jumping place because then we can reverse engineer everything. And everybody has a whole different persona and a different reason for being here and a different place they want to play in. So as soon as I know that, then we can work on the steps to get them there. And the other thing is, you know, I'm going to be honest with people because there are people who will say, I see this or I see that, and I don't. I see them someplace totally different. There are people like, are you serious? You need to be on TV. Like, you can have a reality show camera following you. Hilarious. And, and what is amazing to me mostly, Michelle, is that the moment we have that conversation, that's the very first conversation, and again, everything's energy. You know, I can read people very quickly, is that people 100% of the time will say, yes, like, yes. I am that. I, I feel that. I thank you for getting that. It's so important yeah. to them. And then everything else can take place. Some people's journeys are way longer because they're starting at the inception. Some people have been playing around in the media outlet world, so they have different pieces to take on, bigger pieces to take on. Um, some people need coaching. Some people less. Some people just need, give me the strategy. And some people like... Baby, here's the check. Do it for me. You know? <laughs> They're all possible. <laughs> They're, they yes. all are, it's important to give people those options because, yeah, depending on where people are starting at, sometimes they just need it done for them. Sometimes they need you to hold their hand while they go through it. And some people do just need the strategy of, okay, just point me in the right direction. I'll do the work. Just tell me what work to do. Yeah. And some people, I think, really thrive in a group situation. I'm finding that more yeah. and more. I really love the groups because everybody's learning from each other. And then there becomes this community and people are cheering each other on. They get very involved in each other's lives. And there's also an accountability that takes place. And that's something I'm big on. I'm a, I, I also have, I have pretty prominent coaches who hire me to teach their mastermind programs. So right now, I'm teaching about writing books. Uh And the one thing over and over, you know, people have this excitement about doing things, Mm -hmm. the next project. And then I can see all the doubts come up. And so I'm very big on accountability. Yeah. So when are you going to post that? What day are you going to do that? Who are you going to reach out to before and after you do it? Like I want really definitive information and then I want people to do it. This is a game changer. It seems like the easiest thing on the planet, but how many people employ it? And I just know from personal experience when I needed to get over big things, like it was a desire and then a lot of resistance to do it. Mm -hmm. If I use accountability or even pull somebody up, I were to say to you, Michelle, I need to do, and this is true, I need to do a funnel webinar right now. I want to shoot myself because it's, it's not my gig, but I'm so close. Can I just text you every day or most yeah. every day and just, I don't care if it's one bullet point and let you know what I've done. It will change my life and I will get that sucker done, yeah. period. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, and that, that's something that 
we tend to let ourselves off the hook on we like we set the goals and we don't commit to here's the date this thing is going to be done for uh, done by when you have somebody that whether they're a coach or an accountability partner or whoever they are help you set those commitments things do magically get done it makes such a difference i know there's there's so many things that i've had on my goals list and uh, and i i joke with some of my friends who are coaches about that I know they're not going to get done until I hire a coach or, or engage with somebody <laughs> to actually make me do it. Like my book will get written when I finally commit to that with somebody. <laughs> and I think that's, that's true of a lot of us. Like we do have those dreams and there's a part of people that I think for one, they don't acknowledge the dream out loud. So I love that you start at that step of, okay, what is the dream here? What is the goal? Because once you've said that out loud and shared it with somebody, then you can start to actually work towards it. So that, that I think is a great way to approach putting those pieces together. Then once you know, Hey, this is what we're after, then you can start making it real for people. And people want results. Of course, that's really important. Right. And I love what you shared too, because essentially it's money up front when you're hiring somebody but man, do you collect the money on the back end because instead of dragging something out for months and years, it's done, it's moving forward, it's creating clients, it's creating visibility, it's creating revenue. I mean, you have to look at everything that you invest in for yourself. It's a a 401k plan. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. (laughs) But it is, that's true. It's, It's making that choice of, I'm going to invest right now my time, my energy, my money in this so that I get to this result 90 days from now or 60 days from now instead of six years from now, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sure you run into that with people that you talk to of they're like, okay, yeah, I started my book 10 years ago. I have the first, you know, intro or my outline done and they're coming to you for help because, you know, it's one of those things if we, if we, we're ready to figure it out on our own. We would have done that already. And that's the conversation I have with clients a lot is, hey, look, if you could do this on your own, you probably would have already. So let's talk about how we change that and you actually get it done. It's so funny. One of my clients wrote her book 100 pages. Oh, wow. And it fell off the map. And I would, I would call her, text her, and I'd come on, you know, and she would say, this year, this year, it, so it's now been a year, year and a month, I think, a year and five oh, months. Wow. Yeah. So you know what, though? She's so smart. She finally got so tired of herself. She hired me to teach her clients. <clears throat> so now she's in my class, and I'm also going <laughs> her forward. And even That's her, smart. In front of her own clients, I have to say, when are, when are you doing X, Y, and Z? I want, I want some notes, and, and you need to post in your own Facebook group, too. So yeah, that's awesome. I, you, you really do have to show up and, and say it and do it, not just say it, right, yeah. but do it. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the things that clients actually watch. They see those of us who are doing exactly what we're teaching. Like people can look at you and they see you are visible. You are out there in the media, not just two, three, five years ago, but you're actually doing it right now. You've got your books that are out there that are bestsellers. This isn't stuff that's theory. It's not what worked five years ago. It's literally things that you're doing for yourself right now so you can teach it to them and show them what's actually working right now. And that makes a huge difference in how people are able to 
engage with you and actually believe in the results that are possible. People, you know, so I still do that. I have a company that takes authors' books to a guaranteed international bestseller. Mm -hmm. And people will often say when I do the first consult call, so, you know, they think it's all about sales. Mm -mm. Like most people, not everybody. Some people will make money, but that's, I'll tell you right now. They've hired a team and that's their focus. I could talk about that. What I want to talk about is the fact that most of us will not make money from our book, but it will open treasures and doors if it's done correctly, when it's done correctly, huge game changer. Yeah. So worth it. Yeah. It's a job, but if you will align yourself, execute it and and follow it through and remember 5% of a book is writing it. 95% of the book is what happens after or doesn't happen. So if you'll have the after book piece, the marketing, the book launch campaign, and you'll do it successfully, you can launch yourself as a career person way into the stratosphere in a big way. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that is is a misconception. People think, oh, let me just throw a, a few books up on Amazon and I'll be a millionaire author. You got to have more of a strategy than just let me put a book out there to really get your business cash flow where you want it, um, which is one of the things I know that you focus on is that bigger picture of what's this book going to do for you and what's the publicity going to do for you. Um, I know one of the things I wanted to ask you about and kind of chat about just for a second here is the workshops that you run around publicity because you've got kind of a different approach. It's not a let's take six months to make this happen, but it's a much quicker approach to getting in the media and getting noticed. Yeah, I I wonder if it's because I'm from New York, you know, and everything's like in a New York. (laughs) I, I, I don't know about you, but I love results. And if somebody... Like long-term things, for sure. But when somebody says, you know what, if you'll give me this, if you'll give me 30 days or 60 days, here's what I promise you, that's interesting to me. And yeah, so I I found so many people out there who are entrepreneurs and authors, speakers, healers, writers, were saying one thing over and over, and that's how can I get booked on radio and podcast? So, oh. I thought, well, you can. And then I took a class that I taught before called uh, Red Carpet Interview Mastery. It was really based on the fact yeah. that I've done a lot of red carpet um, celebrity interviews for movies and startup and so forth. Really fun, like really educational and awesome to get all dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> so I named the class after that, but I wanted to do something different. And so I literally went out and did market research And I spoke to our people, right? All the coaches, all their clients. And I said, what do you want? Like, if you can learn anything, what is it? What are your fears? What are your challenges? What's going on in your space that's stopping you from doing this? And if you could have anything, what would it look like? And so I listened to them. And I will tell you, like, it was grand. And I was seeing patterns over and over. People saying the same thing. Like, okay, this is good. What would happen if I like delivered exactly what you want and need? So that's why I created the ultimate visibility formula because I said, I will get you there in 60 days. If you'll follow what I teach, if you'll show up every week, Mm -hmm. if you listen to the replay, but come live, it's even better. 
I'll get you there. It will happen. I promise you'll be making me a testimony. <clears throat> so <laughs> I like that. Great success. Yeah. And you know what? And it's so sweet because people have been like, all right, that changed, that changed everything. Uh, what else? What else can I do with you? Which is a great compliment. And you know, plus, like I said, I really love my clients. So it's like, yay, let's keep playing. Let's create something like even bigger than this. What's the next step? What's the next platform I can get you to? So yeah, the ultimate visibility formula is literally, um, it's just an honor to say to people, here's what you wanted. Here's what you shall receive. I will literally give you the skills you've said you know you need, and I'll give you the experience you've said you absolutely want. That's awesome. And, and yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a good thing to bring to it, that New York minute <laughs> approach of let's get you what you want, but not six months from now. Let's get it for you now. Let's go after it, make it happen. Because um, I think, especially when you're talking to entrepreneurs, they're looking for results. They're looking for how do I do this right now? Um, so that's, that's fantastic. Well, let's let people know where they can go to find out more about that, more about you. So for everybody listening, you can find Debbie at debbie-dashinger.com. We'll put a link near where you are listening or watching this today that you can just click right over. Uh, and also search Dare to Dream. You will find her show iTunes everywhere. You can find her everywhere on social media. <laughs> Same name. Just look for Debbie Dashinger and you will be able to connect with her. Um, Debbie, what's, what's the parting thought that you would like to leave people with when it comes to the idea of getting out there, getting a little more visible, maybe getting brave going into the media piece of things? What, what should they be keeping in mind? Yeah, without visibility, it's really a disability. And just understand that even if there's, for some people, they're just like very, very at home in that space. But you do have places where you can modulate, right? Probably pull yourself back a little bit or be more mindful of people, location, and all of that other energy. And for people who have a little more trepidation, please understand it's not a, I feel a little awkward, I'll back off. It's actually, a, this is a beautiful place for me to do some very meaningful healing so that I can become much more whole and reclaim those parts of myself. But what I really know is that everybody has a message. Everybody has a wisdom, right? Message I always say is if you break it down, it says me sage. And so if you're a sage that's about cool. something that's very unique to you, then the world is waiting to hear that message, your mm -hmm. sageness, if you will, about what you're here to teach us. So have a voice, have a willingness to be visible, step it up, and know that it can be the most really fun and incredible journey. And if you want help along the way, look me up. I'm on YouTube with my name and my website. And, and uh, yeah, Michelle, thank you. This has been a blast. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing not just your journey, but I think some, some things that will help people look at that publicity piece of things a little bit differently than maybe they have before. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. For everybody listening, make sure you look for that link and connect with Debbie and see if maybe it's something that's a good next step for you wherever you're at in your business. Uh, please like, rate, review, subscribe to the show, and we will see you back again soon for another episode.